Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode today. I want to share with you a little bit about something that I hope will help the women who are listening. I know a lot of the episodes, there's going to be some things for the men as well, but this episode was kind of uh, inspired by a conversation that I had with a, a woman that I'm working with. And it's just, it's such a difficult place for a wife to be when there's no trust and she wants to move forward, husband wants to move forward, but she's having a very hard time letting her guard down. It's a very, very difficult spot. It it causes a lot of anxiety. It causes a lot of fear because it's it's putting her in a vulnerable position to bring the wall down, move forward, and ultimately try to repair the relationship or re, or, or have like the, the relationship repaired or allow the trust to be rebuilt. It's a very hard spot to be. And so there's a couple of things that we talked about in session that seemed to be helpful for her. So I wanted to pass them along to you guys as well. <clears throat> so you can take anybody's situation, right? It, from from whatever circumstance they've gone through, whether it's pornography, whether it's texting, whether it's physical affairs or, or beyond, whatever the situation is, when trust is rebroken, it, when the trust is broken, it needs to be rebuilt, but it's it's a process to do that. And in other episodes, we've talked about the process to rebuild trust, so that's not really what I'm going to get into right now. But the thing that I want to talk through is the fear that she feels. So with this particular client, her husband has done like unbelievable work where he's identified what's been the problem. He fixed the core root, the core issue, the root issue of what led him to, in this particular case, there was physical, there was some uh, infidelity. And so for her, it was just, she's in this place now of needing to, and wanting to, she, she's in this place of needing to really see if she can move forward and bring the wall down and allow his new, like the new version of him for her to be able to accept that and accept him and move forward, not forget about the past, but allow for the changes that he's made to really resonate with her in a way that can help her to feel safe with him again. So she's at this crossroad and has been really having a hard time with this because in part, the affair lasted for multiple years and she had no idea that it was happening. On top of that, and I think this is common for a lot of people, our early life experiences will influence how we ex- how we experience the present. And so for this particular person, there was there was no like at home her growing up life was not good. She did not have safe parents that she could go to and talk about her feelings. She didn't have people who were in her corner, who were supporting her, who were helping her to know that she's not alone in the world, but rather it was the opposite. She felt like she was alone. She didn't have somebody who she could count on for support, and she had to figure things out by herself. And so when she meets her now husband, she made the very conscious decision to let the wall down and allow him to get close to her. And this is something that she had never done before. She found this person and they ultimately decided to get married and build a life together. And it was, like I said, a conscious decision for her to let the wall down. Now, fast forward however many years, he 
he was uh, unfaithful in, in the relationship. And over the course of a couple of years, she had no idea that it was happening. And then it all came out. And then, of course, she was completely like devastated. It just shattered any any semblance of trust that she had in him. And so now, without any trust, and on top of that, this is what she talked about in the session, was because she never had anybody in the past that she trusted, she didn't have safety growing up. And then when she made the choice to trust him and then he destroyed it, she has put the wall up so completely that no matter what he's done in a good way, no matter how many changes he's made, they've not been able to really get through the wall and help her feel any sort of confidence that things are different, that he could be different. It was just this confirmation of, I knew it, relationships are not safe. No, I can trust nobody. And I've got to figure this out all on my own. She doesn't want to continue to feel like that. And so when we're talking in session, we're working through helping him be there for her differently. And then for her to be able to receive and accept that and bring the wall down. Her biggest fear, this is the point of all the story here. The, the biggest fear is that if she lets the wall down, she's going to get hurt again. And understandably so, because it already happened. It happened to her. She did let the wall down and was like, felt completely decimated by what he did. So the idea of bringing the wall down again does not sound very appealing. It does not sound like something that she can do. She doesn't she doesn't know if she's going to be able to do this because she is so protected against getting hurt again. And so as we've met, one of the things that we've talked about in session and the thing that we really emphasized last week when I met with her at the time of me recording this. The thing was that because she was so afraid of getting hurt, she didn't want to let the wall down and get hurt again. And so one of the things that we touched on was the fact that she's already gone through this and came out the other side and she's still okay. Like she acknowledged in session, I'm okay. Whether I stay in this marriage or not, like I'm going to be, like I'm okay. I've got my kids. I know how to take care of them. I've got myself. I can provide for myself. I can figure out a way to get all of my needs met. I'll be okay. And so it was the awareness of the fact that she doesn't have to make him the safety net because she is her own safety net. And that was something that seemed to resonate with her, which is she can trust again. She can decide to let her guard down because she's already done it once before and it really comes down to it being a decision. And she's choosing right now, or up until this point, she's not felt comfortable making that decision to let the wall down. She's at a place now where she does want to and then the fear pops up of like, don't do that, you're going to get hurt. And so when we started talking about how she doesn't have to make him the safety net because she can't control what he does or doesn't do, but underneath the relationship, she is her own safety net. In other words, she's not some weak, powerless victim who can't navigate life without the support of her husband. Rather, she's a very strong and capable and powerful woman who can navigate life and the difficulties that life presents itself because she has the capacity to do so. And so this is the message that I want to share with, with you ladies who are listening. You are powerful 
capable and strong individuals. Because if you're here currently and you're working on trying to get tools, if you're working on trying to improve your life, if you want your relationship to progress, if you're willing to do the work to help yourself make progress, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're that type of person, then you, it's important that you know that you can be your own safety net underneath it all. Yes, we want to trust our spouse. Yes, we want to rely on them completely or have the confidence that we can rely on them completely. Like if we put our heart in their hands, that they're going to take care of us. When our heart gets damaged and hurt and an addiction gets in the way of that or somebody else gets in the way of that or or there's some sense of betrayal in the relationship, of course it's devastating. But the thing that I really hope comes through is that you're not a powerless victim who is stuck in this hole for the rest of your life because you're not. You being the kind of person that you are, again, as you're listening to this, looking for ways to make progress, you have the capacity to create the kind of life that you want. You have the capacity to have the relationship that you want. Whether it's with your husband or not, I don't know. It depends on if he's going to do the work. But if he does do the work, and then you're at this crossroad of, now I have to let this in. If we're going to make progress, he's showing up. He's doing things differently. He's doing the work. He's getting the tools. There is changes that are taking place. It does now, at some point, come to this intersection where you have to make this decision of, I'm going to start to accept this. I'm going to let my wall down some. I'm going to see how it feels as I start to open up and give him my trust again. It's a scary position to be in because, of course, nobody wants to get hurt. So the fear there motivates us to like protect ourselves, to protect our heart. The fear doesn't actually heal anything, though. And so even in the face of fear, when you have evidence, and I never encourage women to make the decision to trust without any evidence that things are different. It wouldn't make any sense for her to just blindly, well, I guess he's saying he's doing better, or, you know, I can see that he's been trying for a little bit, so maybe I'll just jump all the way back in. Many women have done that, and they get hurt again. So I would never encourage somebody to just blindly trust. Rather, it's critical that the husband understands what's wrong, what's gone wrong, that he gets the tools necessary, that he does the work, that he leans in, and really does the work to change. When he does that, then there's a path that opens up for her to choose to let the wall down. And the insight for this particular client seemed to resonate with her that she can be her own safety net. That even if he lets her down again, even if he goes back and has another affair, she is going to be able to be okay and move forward in life. And that will be the decision for her, right? If, he, if there's another affair that happens, she's said, I can't stay. And she's been clear that she can't stay in the same old type of pattern either. She can't stay in the old kind of marriage. Even if there's not affairs happening, the quality of the relationship was not what she wanted. And now she understands why. Because all of this stuff was going on. And even before all this stuff was going on, he just really wasn't present. He wasn't, he didn't, he didn't cherish her in the way that he needed to. And so... She's now got this clarity of, I'm my own safety net, that even if he lets me down and something awful happens, I'm going to be okay. And when she 
was able to really take that in. It gave her some more encouragement and motivation and opened up this path for her to be able to let the wall down. And I'm I'm looking forward to continued sessions with her to help reinforce this idea. But this is the message that I wanted to pass along to you is that you can be your own safety net underneath the relationship. Of course, we want our spouse in our corner to be a safety net in our life. But if that fails, you are going to be okay. As painful as it's going to be, and please don't take that as me minimizing because I'm not. I see the, the, the sheer agony that women go through when they go through this and I feel for them and in the same breath I want them to know that they're powerful and strong and they can make it through this whether or not the relationship survives a wife can truly heal from all the pain and damage and fulfill her potential be the kind of person that she wants to be be the kind of mom if she's a parent be the kind of individual she wants to be in her life regardless of what happens in the relationship because she has the capacity and the strength to move forward now that being said as we put it in the relationship context we're linking this to moving forward in the relationship because the women that i work with i only work with couples who want to move forward together there's other people who work with couples who want to separate and divorce and co-parent and do all that the only the only kind of client that i work with are, are people who have a desire to move forward, even if they're stuck, even if they don't know how, even if they're struggling, if the goal is, can we bridge the gap? And they might not even know for sure, but if the desire or intention is, I want to see if we can make this work. So when I'm working with couples in that kind of a a position, it's critical that there is trust in the relationship. It's critical that he does his work. And, And like I said, For her to take confidence knowing she's going to be okay, even though it's going to be painful, even though it's going to hurt. And again, I feel for the women who are in that spot. And if that were to happen again, and something like that happened to this client that I'm working with, I would absolutely like feel, feel for and with her and want to support her in any way that I could. And so making this decision to bring the wall down for a couple of different reasons. Number one, she is the safety net underneath it all. Number two, the hope, the goal is to make it so he also becomes a safety net for her. So the relationship becomes a safety net and a blanket of comfort and reassurance and security because truly we are stronger in pairs, in community, in relationship with other people, we are stronger. And there's so much research to support this idea And there's one quick little bit of research that comes to mind is there is a a researcher who who published a study that talks about how loneliness, when somebody experiences chronic loneliness, it's equivalent to smoking like, I think it's like 15 cigarettes a day in terms of the impact that it has on our, our physical health. And so there's lots and lots of studies and research that supports the idea that when we are in community with other people, we are stronger. Our self-esteem increases. Our ability to navigate life increases. Our ability to process stress increases. Our ability to accomplish difficult things increases. We are just social creatures. And so when we're in safe, loving relationships, we grow as people. And so for a wife to want that and for the husband to be willing to do the work to recreate or develop a sense of safety, that's the direction that we must go. And so, again, the fear for so many women is, what if he does this again? 
what I would encourage them to do is very slowly make the decision on smaller things in the beginning to start to trust. Because the decision to trust, again, you don't have to jump in with two feet. You can still have the protection of, I'm not going to fully believe every single thing. I'm not going to, like in the beginning, she doesn't believe anything he says. And anything that he does, she's going to take with a massive grain of salt because she might think to herself, well, this is going to last for another couple weeks. And then it's going to go right back to the way that it was. Or the other shoe is going to drop and all of this work is going to be for naught because he's going to turn back to it anyways. It's natural for her to be there. And so it's necessary for the husband to be consistent and just following through on demonstrating that he's different. So I hope that that provides some sense of like security knowing or reassurance that you don't have to jump in right away. We want to do it in proportion to the effort and energy that the husband puts into it. Because if he's different, then the relationship is different. It can be different. If he's showing up differently, then the outcome can be different. But if he's not doing anything different, if he's not doing the work, then the, the decision to trust will just go for, you know, it's, it's, it's all for naught because... It's the same pattern. And so another concern that many people, many women will have is, well, what if I get hurt again? Like if I really do put myself out there and I get hurt again, then what? There's a big difference between when he doesn't care and isn't trying and has given up and doesn't want to change. There's a huge difference between that and him making mistakes along the way as he's learning and growing. Huge difference. Because if he's making mistakes, but his heart is humble and he's willing to acknowledge and he wants to correct he wants to improve he's willing to do the work necessary we can work with that and yes it still hurts if mistakes are made but the intention really does matter if he doesn't care anymore and he gives up that's very very different than he's trying he's learning new skills that maybe he's never had at all in his life in terms of being able to open up and share and be vulnerable and address some of these core issues that are driving this and maybe work through some of his own trauma. Like these things are not easy to do, but if he's willing to do them and as he makes mistakes along the way, we can work with that. And then one of the last concerns that many, many, uh, there's more than one, but one of the last ones we'll talk about today is what if a wife says, well, what if I just don't trust myself? What if I don't trust myself to let the wall down? Because I don't know if that's a good idea. Because in the past, my radar was off and I didn't know all this stuff was going on. Or it could be the same. It could be the same. What if I don't trust myself? But some women will feel like, you know, their, their radar is working, but they just weren't able to identify why they felt like things were off. So in either situation, let's say a wife says, I want, like, I don't really trust myself because I had no idea that my husband was doing all this stuff behind my back. I had no clue. And so the goal is that for him to do the work so that she can then feel what it's like when he's fully present in the relationship, when he's fully engaged, when he's fully present, when he's responding to her needs in a different way she's going to be able to feel the difference because you can't be fully present and engaged in the marriage and be carrying secrets and lying and hiding and acting out. It's not sustainable. Can you have good moments together? Yes, of course. So often a wife will, will discover all of this stuff has been going on. And then, and then for her, it feels like it redefines everything. 
I've heard that from many, many women. It feels like it redefines the whole relationship that everything was bad. But the reality for so many people is like, of course, we have good moments and they can feel tainted, right? When a wife finds out all of this stuff, she can feel like all these good memories are tainted because it's like, well, we went on this trip, but like, what if he was doing this on the trip or right after we got home, he went back to and, 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 and acted out like it can taint those memories. But the reality is people can have good moments all along the way, but you cannot sustain connection and be completely present and engaged in the relationship while hiding and acting out. So if she says, I had no idea that this was going on, the goal is for him to get re-engaged and attuned to her and to be present in the relationship, which then she will feel a difference. She will then know what it actually means for him to be on consistently, for him to be present consistently. And that then becomes the benchmark or the measuring stick for, okay, now moving forward, I know what it feels like. I know how this should be so that when it's not, then they'll be able to have a conversation together. Then they'll be able to discuss, hey, I was feeling like we were close and then something happened and I lost it and I don't really feel close. It feels like you've closed off and I don't know where you went. And this brings up my fear that something's happening. And then you can have conversations together. And then let's say on the other side of that is, let's say the wife felt all along that something was wrong and her radar really was working and all this came out and she's like this, I knew something was wrong. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I knew something was going on. Again, when he does the work, she's going to know exactly what it feels like when he is on and connected and engaged and present in the relationship. And so you can start to trust yourself and your capacity to identify when things are right and when things are on based on how you're feeling as he's engaged in the work. And so, again, this just kind of funnels all the way back to the work must be done. The work must be done. And when it is, you'll feel it. You'll both notice the difference. And it's going to feel so much better because you're addressing the core problem. And if you're not sure how to do that, getting tools, getting support, getting a mentor, getting somebody to help you through this is critical so that you truly can address this and then leave this behind you. And so I hope today, as we've talked about this, that the women who are listening, and I hope the men, as you're hearing how you can approach this, it's doing the work and it's being different in the relationship and helping her and helping by providing the evidence to her that you're different or that you have the desire to be different. And now it's just a matter of getting the tools and getting the support. I hope for the women who are listening that this helps you to know that you absolutely can, you absolutely can have the kind of life that you want to have and have the confidence that you'll be able to make it through the difficult situations that you're going to be faced with as you're rebuilding in the relationship. For you to take comfort in knowing that you have the power and capacity to deal with hard things. And if you're here, you've been dealing with hard things and you're listening and you're getting tools and you're reaching out for help you have you have this path in front of you to keep making progress and you can take confidence in yourself knowing that you have the power and capacity to create and influence the kind of life that you want and i think having that strength and tapping back into that strength can give you the motivation give you the wherewithal to be able to push through some really difficult things that on the other side especially as you're working together 
can be so much better than how it had been in the past. I hope that this helps to give you some of that direction and then for you guys to be keep continuing to work on things and then your relationship ultimately can get to the place where you want it to be. So I look forward to speaking with you again next week and I will talk to you then. All right, take care. Wait, before you go, I'm offering free access for my podcast listeners to a course I created. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org so you can get some tools to start the healing process individually and in your relationship. Or if you want even more support and you'd like to work with me directly, you can contact me with the info that's on that website as well. I'm excited for you to make progress on your journey.